0: I love I love okay, I um, just wanted to go over some things real quick, just to let you guys. I know a lot of people uh, they, they heard about, you know, people laying hands and why do Christians do it and and and, and where does it come from? It is in the Bible? We see people touch people and they fall out and everything. And um, I don't want to really get into the demonstration of it. I really want to get into the power behind it. You know, so I'm gonna start off by saying this. You ever see like somebody maybe crying or going through something, or you may be celebrating? and someone gives you a hug, and that hug change your countenance or disposition, like they'll just come over and just and just hug you. Mm-hmm. Or sometimes um, a woman may be out, and then she may be in line at a supermarket or a store, and somebody may come over and like a man, you know, men, they, they could be flirtatious, they could be a little bit aggressive, and they'll just touch you. And, and you may say, and some people may just go by and touch your, like brush and touch your shoulder or whatever, and, and it may not seem feel like nothing, but sometimes when certain people touch you, you feel like, oh, that felt creepy. I don't know what what he was into. You you hear people say stuff like this. Yes. I don't know what they was into, but that felt creepy. That didn't feel right. Well, for the believers, those who believe in Jesus Christ, He said, if you lay hands on the sick, they shall recover, and that's and that's found in um, uh, Mark chapter uh, fifteen and sixteen. And you see Jesus lay hands on people sometimes or touch people. And we see things happen by touch. And a lot of times we we see that and we go, we see people. I I know a lot of people, they see people in church and they fall out and they they think that it's show, but it's something to the touch. It's something in the touch. It's something in the hand of transferring um, in the hand. Now um, it's it's a story in the Bible that talks about, uh, I'm gonna use the, the polar opposite story like in reverse the woman who had the issue of blood she wanted to be healed but she had a condition where she couldn't be seen in public or she would be stoned to death that was the Judeo law or that was the Israeli law at the time so if she would have got if she had been seen She, you know, out in the public amongst people with something like that she, was, no one was supposed to touch her or they will be considered contaminated as well But she crawled on the ground and pressed through the crowd, and what she did was she touched Jesus, the hem of Jesus' garment. And when she did this, Jesus turned around and said, who touched me? But it was, because so many people was around him, everybody was pressed up against each other. And his disciples said, well, why are you asking me who touched you when there's so many people around? Right. You know? and this be- <clears throat> <telling me. laughs> exactly like um all these people around here like why are you asking me this because jesus always had a, a head had the neck i'm asking of uh, funny questions you know we call them funny but they had purpose amen uh sister am i you to read if you can we are mark there you go so we see here how this woman touched jesus and the bible says that he felt virtue Or the power of the anointing Go out of his body Amen
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Now This is what I wanted to uh, talk about Now she had a need And whenever we believe God She believes She said within herself She said If I can touch him I know I can get this power out of him Mm -hmm. I know I'll be healed Right You know Mark chapter Six uh, Verse one
2: Then he went out from there And came to his own country And his disciples followed him And when the Sabbath had come he began to teach in the synagogue and many hearing him were astonished saying, where did this man get these, these things? I'm sorry. Where did this man get these things? And what wisdom is this, which is given to him that such mighty works are performed by his hands.
0: Now we we see right there that we, um, Jesus is teaching on the Sabbath. And so uh, in other words, they saying like, where did he get this power from Mm -hmm. to do these, these mighty works by his hands? Now, we're dealing with the hands this morning, so I need you to keep reading. I need you uh, to read from 2 to uh, 5.
2: All right. Is this not the carpenter, the son of Mary, and the brother of James, Joseph, Judas, and Simon? And are not his sisters here with us? So they were offended at him. But Jesus said to them, A prophet is not without honor except in his own country, among his own relatives, and in his own house. Now he could do no mighty work there except that he laid his hands on a few sick people and healed them.
0: Okay, so right now we see what that that when Jesus, when anyone healed, he would he would he would preach the gospel. Now we all know that we all know that us laying hands sometimes people say, Well, I just want to I want to go over there and just just say a few things. Sometimes we just have to lay hands. This is the point I'm trying to get to you. Sometimes, because the power is on you. Remember when Jesus went out, I just talked about, and and the lady, she touched him and said, hey, look, I want this power, amen? Mm -hmm. Now, he goes to his own people, and, and they're like, they're jacked up about him. They're saying, hey, look, we don't want anything uh, some of them was like, we don't want anything to do with him. He think he's better than us. He's going on. He, he's coming back off this, this so-called tour that he's went on going around talking to everybody, but he's not even here helping his brothers, his sisters and, and helping up and helping our city out. He, he's out amongst other people now and and he's doing what he wants to do. So basically, you know, who is he? How are you going to come in, in, in the synagogue and teach? You know, uh, you know who, who do he think he is? And, and that's, the, that's the attitude that they had about him. Mm-hmm. But we see here that they say, but where did he get the authority to do this by having this power? And this is what I want to say to you. Jesus gave us a commission. He said, go ye into all the world. Preach and baptize and make disciples of people. Amen? Mm-hmm. After he says this, mm-hmm. he says lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Amen? Amen. So you laying hands sometimes has nothing to do with their faith, right? It's just like no, no, no difference in us praying for a country or praying for somebody who are not who's not a Christian. Our prayers are there to make a difference in their life, right? So when we lay hands, we're laying hands in what? In faith, right? That's our faith being a minister, and and it says there that he could do no mighty works mm-hmm. except he mm-hmm. laid hands
2: on a few sick people. On a few sick people, and Amen. Yes. Okay.
0: So the reason why a mighty work couldn't be done is because they wouldn't hear him. Right. They wouldn't hear him. But he did lay hands. Mm -hmm. So if they didn't hear him, that means he was just laying hands. Right. And when he laid hands, he he healed a few sick folks. Those who probably had, who wasn't against him or against in disbelief, amen. Or in unbelief or disbelief, but they were in a place where it's like, okay, when when the hands touched them, it, they, they were healed. But nevertheless, sometimes we just have to, even in their unbelief and disbelief, we have to lay hands on them. Amen? And God will do the rest. And um, I shouldn't say, and God's going to do the rest. God's going to do it all. Right. Because we sometimes get caught up in... Mm-hmm. in uh, well, what's going to happen? So, and you so you see yourself absorbed because you're worrying about yourself. Mm-hmm. You're worrying about, I don't want to make God look bad. You can't make God look bad. Just because like you, you're be, not doing it. You're not doing it. Just like you see the earth spinning on its axis. Man didn't do this. It's not like they can take credit for this. We know that God did this and we'll readily say God did this. Why? Because it's something tangible that you can see, touch or feel mm-hmm. or see. However, when it comes to you just laying hands on people, Mm -hmm. you don't want to you don't want to do it because now I'm afraid that God is not going to come through. Mm -hmm. But the Bible says we do this in faith. And so what I'm trying to say to you, they don't have to be in agreement with you. Sometimes God will just tell you, touch somebody. God will tell you that Let God lead you in that, though. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm going to show you something. Us laying hands, he could only heal a few sick folk. Well, when it comes to Jesus' ministry, it was always according to your faith. According to your faith, you're hold. According to what you believe, you may hold. Well, who do you say I am? If Jesus always asks you <laughs> He will always ask you the question. Or always put the ball back in your court. Because God always wants you to believe Him. But sometimes when God said He will have mercy, on whom He will have mercy, you know what mercy is? Some things that we have done and He has to Superimpose His will in the situation for your better. It's always for your better. Amen. It's always for your better. Your better, at making you better, making you whole, making you um, uh, 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 healed or delivered. So, Jesus can only lay hands on a few sick folks. Sometimes, when you're in the midst of something, sometimes, and we want to, because we want to sometimes, sometimes some of us like to make a show out of it, you know. Sometimes you don't even have to say anything, just lay hands. You're laying hands in faith, you know. Now, now I'm going to get you. People say, but uh, you got to say in Jesus' name. He said, in my name you shall lay hands on a sick in my name. Mm-hmm. So I'm going in his name and I can lay hands without saying it. Mm-hmm. I know I'm gonna get shot down for that from some people, but I can lay hands and not get what I'm saying. So I can say it under my breath. Mm-hmm. Amen. Cause it's not for them to hear. It's for God to hear. So it's not, it's not incumbent upon other people hearing. Mm-hmm. And sometimes people just got, you just got to lay here and trust me, and remember, but I want them to know, I want them to know that it was God who did it. Let me tell you something. God do stuff for people every day and they don't even acknowledge him. And I'm serious. <laughs> God does stuff for people every single day of people's life. And we see sometimes we once again, we get, we become self-absorbed because now and some people are here who are Christians want to lay hands and just want to, uh, you want to do an open show. You want to be like, I, I, I want to see in Jesus name. I want to scream in Jesus name real bad, real right now. Well, you don't really have to do that. You can. God may lead you to do that or you may feel compelled to do that and that's fine but what I'm telling you is it's not always necessary
3: mm-hmm.
0: because the power is the power and, we, and we're looking for the God's results amen mm-hmm. God will get the person's attention the yes. way he wants to he has a way of doing that he has a way of getting all our attention but sometimes with, the real thing is sometimes we want the people to know that it was us you know, like what God may say, yeah, put $100 in an envelope and, and put it in a door. And then all of a sudden, it would be two years later. Remember that time two years ago, you a $100? That was me. It's like we, we, we just can't leave it alone. We just, we just got to let somebody know. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, I mean and that's a human thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. But what I'm telling you is that sometimes you just got to go and you guys just got to lay hands. Mm-hmm. Just lay your hands. And, and if you, you, you lay your hands, you'll see God move you'll see his goodness you'll see him show up because mm-hmm. remember we are agents for God God use us as conduits to perform not to perform to uh, actually administer our hands or use our mouths to speak those things into the earth realm that he may perform them that's just the way he set things up we can't change it I and mean, people that God is sovereign he is he's sovereign and he chose it to be that way in his sovereignty <laughs> you get what I'm saying so in his sovereignty he has us to lay hands because yes. that's what Jesus told us to do. No no different than going than, um, preaching the gospel. That's how people get saved.
2: Because they heard the gospel.
0: Amen. They, they, you you they hear have the to gospel. Hear it. And sometimes we want to say, okay, let's invite, you know, I'm going to invite people to church. Well, that's the way people can get saved. But he said, go out into all the world, preach. Go, he said, go to the highways and the hedges and preach mm-hmm. the gospel. The go, news. He said, "Go out into the world." Now, when we go to church, that's not to uh, not us forsaking the gathering of ourselves. Mm-hmm. That's different. That's found in Hebrews, but going into the world means, sister, go out and he said, go buy two by twos and you go to people's doors and you and you offer them the gospel. If they don't want it, then fine. But Say nevertheless, it like
2: the Witnesses then.
0: Yeah, because we are we are really the real Jehovah's Witnesses if you really want to know.
3: Christians,
0: yeah. the Christians are. We really are a witness for Father God, Father Jehovah, Abba God, Abba, uh, Daddy God. Um, if you want to know, um, but. Um, but getting back to laying on hands. <laughs> I know I but we don't
2: label ourselves that. So that's why I'm just saying. Yeah, we don't don't get confused if you're just listening in that we're saying Crazy Lucia is a Jehovah's <laughs> Witness show. Not at
0: all. It's not. Not at all. We're
2: just saying technically Christians ought to be the real Jehovah witnesses because we know because God's name God. is Jehovah and
0: right. we are we are his kids by adoption right. therefore we are witnessing to, uh, to uh, introduce to them you. to God through Jesus Christ because yes. Jesus Christ is the bridge he is Jacob's ladder yes. the one that, that bridged us to heaven to earth getting back to uh, what we were saying there. so laying hands is what is us just sometimes laying hand in faith our faith they don't have to believe our faith is being there Jesus' faith was there just to lay hand lay hands on sick and they shall recover. Mm-hmm. And hey. he only
2: had the opportunity to lay hands on a few sick. And yeah. those few that he laid hands on were healed. Exactly. But the it, other people were offended. They probably wouldn't even let him exactly lay hands. We, they were know, offended you by you know, we
0: don't know the ramification of how it was right. how it was broken down, how right. it happened, but we know only a few sick folk Okay, we're gonna go into some music right now. And um it's by a girl Tasha Cobb and Jamie Grace. And you're listening to
2: Praise You're solid.
0: Sit back and let God talk to your soul Wow He's good y'all He's good
1: Impatient is what holds me in place so today
0: Jamie Grace, and my main girl, Tasha Cobb. You're listening to <laughs> Praise Lee on G-Time Radio, gtimeradio.com. <laughs> uh, also, Look Up Radio in Fishtown, Philly. Awesome God Radio and Baltimore. Soul Prosper Radio down in Dallas, Texas. And also on UGN Jams over what? in London, I'm the one and the only Brother D, and she is...
2: Yeah, I love God. You love God? What's wrong with you? you. I love God You don't love God?
1: What's wrong with you? I don't think that I can live no other way.
2: Love him my lover Love him love my love. Love him my love. Em, love him my lover love em, Love him my love him Love em,
1: Love em, love my Love mama Love 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 to the floor. You remember I do I do You could have lost it all You remember I do I do No one could you on. Oh, we got you covered. It all, it me love him. I don't need a reason to fall follow my knees and tell him how I feel in my heart, and let him know oh. You don't <laughs> love, love God, what's wrong with you?
3: I
2: love God
3: You do love God, what's
2: wrong with you? Love him, I love him Love him, I love him Love him, my love him Love him, my love him, I love him, I love him love 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 love
0: love and our bi-weekly correspondence on the phone without <laughs> further ado Minister author activist Christopher signal good morning Chris
4: good morning good morning praise the Lord to you all how are things going this morning
0: oh man everything is good everything is good man God is wonderful. This thing is rocking and rolling, man. These elections, baby. <laughs> I feel like we're in high school or something, man. <laughs> Always, <laughs> you know. Exactly.
4: exactly, but God is God is still good anyhow.
0: <laughs> yeah, better be focused on Him, you know.
4: But I know, I know. Over the past, uh, over the past few hours, you know, certainly. Um, Anybody that's that's been on social media, that's been watching television, has seen uh, all the news that's going on now about the uh, the late great Muhammad Ali.
0: Yes.
4: You know, and about about his uh, passing, and so we uh, we definitely uh, send our prayers to his family. Yes. That are that are definitely going through the pain, uh, you know, of dealing with their father, you know, gone. You know, a lot of us celebrate him as a great boxer great entertainer but um that is their dad at the end of the day you know a lot of times we forget about that personal touch
0: amen but amen
4: but what, what i found so interesting was last night right before he passed probably about uh maybe about for a few hours late last night uh had a good a friend of a friend uh was, was in a hospital here in uh, columbus ohio and we were having a long long talk he's a Jehovah's Witness, And we were having, and they they called me on the phone (laughs) and put me on freeway, and we were having a long talk on salvation, a long talk on end times, and we were talking about athletes and things like that. This happened immediately before the situation with uh, Muhammad Ali. And one of the things I was telling them in the conversation was, was that I always admire people who, who can use their influence and use their life for a greater purpose. Yes. You know, as we celebrate Muhammad Ali, you know, one of the things that I think that stood out about him was that as as we tell his life story, you can't tell a story just of boxing, although that was great achievements and great accolades. He won many great fights. He lost some as well. Yeah. But you also saw a man who felt like my purpose is bigger than just was in a boxing Yes. And that my purpose is so much bigger than that that I have to take a stand even at a time where things were not socially comfortable. Yes. He compromised his highest earning potential to take a stand for something. And even in basketball now, we see that with uh, with the guy for Golden State, Steph uh, Curry, yeah, who, yeah. who's definitely a good basketball player. But when you hear him talk, he also stands for his faith, Big just time. as strong as his basketball ability. And, and you got to respect it all the time. You, you, you have to respect that, and, and I tell people that in life we must remember that you're not just on your job to get a paycheck. You're not just living in the neighborhood you're living in just for a place to rest your head. Mm-hmm. There is a larger purpose in life, and you have to stay conscious of that regardless of whatever's going on. And anger and frustration comes when you lose focus as to what your purpose is. Amen. And when you remember what your purpose is, and when you remember why God has you there, I think that's when you'll see the larger purpose in what's going on and and why you're at where you're at and what your assignment in life is. And and I think we we, we forget about that. Something interesting we were also talking about with um, Muhammad Ali is that when he was in his prime, a lot of people didn't like him. Yeah. They didn't like him at all. Yeah, people you know, they don't
0: understand celebrated. that. Yeah, people don't understand that, that part. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry.
4: <laughs> no, no, you, you're right. It, it, it's that a lot of people celebrate him now, and I see a lot of people crying, and, oh, my God, he was the champ, and he was the greatest. I'm like, but y'all do realize that when, when he could actually walk and talk on his own, and, mm-hmm. and when he could actually, you know, uh, when he was actually in his prime, People were demonizing
0: him. Yeah, they They, they hated were
4: saying him. he was wrong, he was too far, how dare he, we don't like him. Mm-hmm. You know, he said he came back from the Olympics representing this country in another land and still couldn't sit down and eat. Mm-hmm. So when he made certain decisions about the war, he, he did it at a time where it was unpopular. Mm-hmm. And that's something else I think many people have to remember. When you take a stand for justice, when you take a, take a stand for truth, when you take a stand for equality, you may not get accolades in your time for doing it. Exactly. You may not be celebrated for the stand you have to take. Your stance is not going to be uh, a shown its, its success by the number of likes you get on Facebook or by the number of people that say, I got your back, by the number of people that are standing with you. It may not be till 30, 40 or even 50 years later, to people really see the greatness in the stands that you will take in life. Yeah. And I think that's the message that may get lost in the celebration of our lead that we'll see today and over and over the next days and weeks to come, is that greatness is not always celebrated when the person was here. When Jesus died, people were saying, give us Barabbas, give us Barabbas. But it wasn't until after he was gone for some decades, years, and centuries later till some people saw that this was the Messiah that we had here with us. And now that he's gone, we can celebrate. And it's that same way with so many great people in life. So I challenge people that understand your purpose is something that may ripple the waves a little bit. It may stir the pot a little bit. Mm -hmm. It may make people uncomfortable. You may not get the accolades, the pat on the back, the celebration, the promotion on the job. But if you're doing something that you're called to do, trust me, it will have a long-lasting impact even when you're gone. And Mm -hmm. you want to get the approval of God and not the approval of man. Now, also, in our conversation, the most difficult part, certainly we understand that uh, Muhammad Ali was, was not of the Christian faith. He was a Muslim. And I believe that we can still honor and and celebrate people. You know, I I don't believe in beating people up, you know, when they're gone or, you know, condemning people. Certainly we we stand for truth, but we can still honor and celebrate the life and legacy of someone and what they did. Now, yes, we we can have a separate discussion about end times and salvation and and grace and, and, and how that will play out, in his life and where he's at now. Mm -hmm. But I think at this moment, we honor and we celebrate what he stood for and the fact that it was his voice, not just Dr. Martin Luther King. A lot of people think Dr. King was the only person standing against uh, segregation and discrimination. There were many voices Mm -hmm. that had a part to play that joined into that chorus, that many of the liberties that we have today, that many of the African-American athletes, that you see making millions of dollars that can take social stands in the news, that came about from people like Muhammad Ali that said, as an athlete, you can still use your influence to take a stand for justice. Yeah. And I think we cannot lose focus of that, so we celebrate him, we, we pray for his family, we pray for all of his daughters. We know the boxer Laila Ali, but there were several others We pray for them, and we hope that we just don't lose focus of his purpose, his purpose-driven life, and so we just encourage others to follow, to follow in those footsteps as we move forward in this generation.
0: Amen. Amen. Well said, sir. Yeah, I'm in 100% agreement with you with that, Chris. Um, I I truly believe that we can celebrate people like Gandhi. We can celebrate um, people. uh, You know, I I even... um, even when we talking about... I didn't bring him up on the show before, but even talking about Prince... Uh, yes, I did. I, I think I bring... I said how yep. where Prince turned into... He was an advocate for people doing right in the, in the record companies and not ripping people off and standing up for African Americans. You know, people don't know how much he, he really contributed in that way of by being a voice, by... By turning down a hundred million dollar contract and writing slave on his face and and, and, and going places and chain and and, and, yeah. and renouncing his name you know that people don't know when when folks start to things affect their livelihood uh I mean look at uh Muhammad Ali is more greater with that to me in one sense because back then they was laying hands on us back then dude it was a it, it was yeah. a whole different it was a whole different America at that time, you know. We had to catch it on camera. It, it was just happening. It was it was going down regardless, you know. Um, so what he did at that time, man, it was it, it was huge. And Almighty God, our God, I know was protecting him. <laughs> no, he think was protecting him, but and
4: it, and, and, and you know, in, in the tag team on I told somebody there was a Persian king. Named Cyrus. Cyrus wasn't of the children of Israel. Exactly. Cyrus didn't follow the ways of God, but God still used a person that would at least open their heart to follow the teachings of God and do the right thing. Amen. You know, that don't mean we, we we put them in heaven and all that, but we are saying that God says some people God will still protect if they do and say the right thing.
0: Amen. 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 Uh, as uh, you know, as do I, I think God uses different um, different people, and I and I I'm, I'm but I believe once you give your life, to, I don't know if he ever did, you know, prior to that. Once you give your life to Christ, boom, it's a done deal to me. That's just that's just where I stand. I know people may differ with it; they don't like it because I don't think uh, no sin is going to erase us out of erase us out of the hand of out of the hand of God. He said he's married to the backslide, even the Old Testament. So, um th- you know, that's where I stand at. I do believe that, that the blood is eternal. You know, he is the last sacrifice, Jesus Christ. So, I mean, so, I mean, I, I know what people, you know, may may feel differently about it and, and everything, but I just thank God for his life because the man did stand up and say things that needed to be said. He said things that needed to be said at a, at a difficult time and... I mean, you really and and he made it in a way where he just about some things, but it made you it made you think he was he was bold, <laughs> but it just made you think it's like hey, it's like he said you know it's nobody over there never called me the n word so why you know why why am I going over there to fight you know you the one over here lynching me beating me up putting me in jail doing all this stuff to me but yet you want me to go beat them up for what <laughs> why would I go kill them. And see, people don't want exactly. to. They don't want to have that conversation. They they keep we keep. Sometimes we we try to omit that part of America, even in the midst of talking about it. We try to omit it. Oh, you know, like like well, or talk over it. But I'm like, are you kidding exactly.
4: me? <laughs> and see, it's like that is just as much a part of this country, and we can't we can't whitewash over over hundreds of years and act like certain things didn't exist, exactly. or even try to minimize. Exactly. I tell people, in the Old Testament, God told them, every year, I want you to go out in tabernacles. You know, I know we we, we look at the Feast of Tabernacles as a holy celebration. On a practical level, he mm-hmm. said, I want you to go back out into tabernacles to remember what yeah. persecution and slavery was like. And so I think a lot of times when black people are very candid and vivid with what it was about, we try to treat black history like, well, let's stop crying over spilled milk, let's move on. No, each of the seven feasts in the Old Covenant was God telling his people, remember clearly what it was like. Yeah, you know, there's, there's one part of the Passover celebration. He says, take the bitter herb and hold it in your mouth. Mm-hmm. He said, hold it in your mouth because I want you to remember the bitterness of persecution under Pharaoh. Mm-hmm. So it's like, now when you bring that to us, it's like it's the same thing. And so, and so you're hitting that nail on the head. Something else I wanted to add on that. I know we got to run. No, okay. Um, I think I think we also celebrate the, the uh, forgiveness of people like Joe Frazier. Because yeah. during the middle of when, when, when Muhammad Ali was at it, some of his worst moments, and he was being persecuted, Joe Frazier stood in there and fought for him.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Stood in there, hung in there with him, gave him money, helped him get back on his feet. And for a while, there was friction between them because Joe Frazier felt like, Oh man, you dogging me out a little too much now in public and Yeah. You know, and I helped y'all
0: exactly you were down.
4: But I think I think that, that even with friendship and there are people listening now that you have helped people when when they were down and they seem to have gotten amnesia. But I think the fact that they were even able to restore that friendship before both of them passed away was definitely a wonderful thing. Definitely a wonderful thing. So I would just say Excellent story. We, we, we celebrate his life. We celebrate his his legacy, what he stood for, how we took a stand for those that, that were was not. We keep his family praying.
0: Amen. Amen. I'm, I'm, as Christians, we, we you don't have to fight everything. All you got to do is say, "Look, like like Ali said, he just happened to be an athlete. This is what I feel about it, and this is what I'm going to do. This is you know, you ask me a question. I'm you know, I'm not going to war. No, I'm not going. You know." So, <laughs> He he made he made a stand, and you know sometimes if we would just make a stand in who we are, you don't even have to. Sometimes we feel like we gotta um, do something demonstrative or something to 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 get somebody attention. No, no. And my belief and my beliefs are the Bible, and I believe that this is what it is, and so this is where I stand. You can say that in peace, and people <laughs> they'll get it. You don't have to always. Do a, a a public demonstration. I know sometimes it 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 is it, merited, but sometimes I'm like, look, all you got to do is just live, man, and just you know, I don't believe that, you know.
4: That's it. yeah. And see, I I wish I I wish people would, would really understand that. Mm-hmm. I wish people would would really get that with what you just said is that you 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 got to do something. And yeah. And, and, and I, I just really pray for those that that have. That are in these positions of influence that they really understand the significance of their voice
0: and what that means. Amen. So we're praying for their family, man. But we thank you for bringing it up so eloquently, man. And, 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 um, and, and kept like... Because we, we, we didn't address it and I'm so glad that you did. You know that you, you went into it. So um, thank you so much, man. And uh, we'll see you in two, yeah. right?
4: Absolutely. Yes, you will. Love you guys so much. I
0: have a wonderful, wonderful... Right now... What more apropos with the play, but what, to be a Christ's representative? Amen. on praise, hallelujah.
3: Story. And everyone on earth has a different color, mm. but before the details get too gory, there's one thing that unifies us all, mm. we are Christ's representers. Mm-hmm. So every box you try to put me in, it may be exactly what I'm not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, we're not your average boys and girls. Oh no, There's something very special on our.